welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Oh my goodness. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I actually had a very scary morning today. Um, I, you know, I haven't been very kind to my body lately. And um, my body has finally had enough, you know. And ever since January 1st of this year, I've been working nonstop, taking in case after case and referring very few of them out, working from early morning until late at night, calling person after person, uh, losing my voice in the process, and simultaneously stressing myself out with expectations of reorganizing my life and my home, you know, moving things around. And um, as the cherry on the Sunday this month of February, I resumed daily vigorous working out and I started watching what I eat very precisely again. And um, and I also decided to try some uh, some fasting, you know, which means that I only eat between 1 p.m. and 9 p.m. every day. And the irony of the fact that, you know, I'm doing this 21-day meditation called Perfect Body with Deepak Chopra and Oprah this month. It just, you know, it's very ironic because um, it turns out that my body's getting a treatment that's far from perfect from me. So, and it turns out that my body got mentally and physically exhausted and today it collapsed. Um, And I was only able to regain true somewhat normalcy in this uh, in the afternoon and i feel so guilty that here i am preaching to all of you that balance is vital and that we need to always prioritize our mental and our physical health and meanwhile i cannot seem to regain that kind of balance in my own life you know so i feel like a fraud i guess the issue is that I like to override my body's desires and um, even when it's shouting at me loud and clear what it wants and what it needs, I feel that it doesn't know what it needs because if it did, then I wouldn't have gained all the weight that I feel that I need to lose now or I wouldn't still suffer from anxiety from time to time, you know. But the truth is that I have only seldomly listened to my body. More often than not, I was the one making decisions inconsistent with what my body indicated that it needed. I often kept going when my body wanted to rest because I thought I had to push myself and stopping meant giving up. And I often started things that my body hated from the get-go because I felt like not trying was being lazy and I also have a fear of missing out. So my body was always right and I was always wrong. And the thing is, the body has its own wisdom and ways of knowing that are separate and distinct from the mind. The mind thinks while the body feels. From each of these ways of knowing, we get valuable information. Just as seeing and hearing are two totally distinct senses which supply us with discrete sensations, so too the body gives us different feedback than the mind. Our bodies have a special and unique relationship with the vibrating matrix of our reality. One which we can learn to tap into and be informed from. 
in our culture, we're not used to listening to our body. You know, we don't feel like our body has wisdom. We treat our bodies as if they're, you know, they're something to, to be overcome with willpower. If I were stronger or better, then I wouldn't eat like I do, you know. We eat on a schedule instead of according to our hunger and fullness. We force ourselves to eat whatever foods are a part of the latest diet trend because we believe we should in order to be healthy rather than eating what would be truly nourishing and satisfying. It can be a challenge to overcome this programming and to tune into what is really going on inside. It is a process that starts with slowly building awareness and opening space for a new way of looking at food and its connection to our body and to our well-being. Listening to the body is a practice that requires mindfulness and patience. It demands attention to detail, subtle shifts in sensation, but as you listen more and more, you will learn to trust the body's wisdom. But how do we even start, though? I think to begin, we can open our minds to to, the possibility of a greater connection to our body's wisdom. Even if we don't currently feel love, for our bodies, we can start to cultivate a practice of honor and respect for our bodies. To see the body as a partner and a friend rather than something that needs to be conquered, dominated, or transcended. As we start this process, we can lean into the full experience of being in a body and recognize the great blessing that it is to be alive. Honor what our body does for us. Respect what our body needs and what it wants. In many ways, this is separate from our conscious mind and thoughts, you know, because our conscious mind may think, I really want to eat that chocolate cake, but as you build awareness and connection, you may start to notice that your body knows that in reality, you're anxious or you're tired or even joyful and looking for a way to relieve or to enhance that feeling. You know, maybe the body's saying, listen, listen to me. And all you got to do is listen to what your body's telling you. Each and every cell in your body is full of innate wisdom that is being communicated to you constantly. All you have to do is learn to listen. It's truly amazing what you can learn if you will just listen to what your body has to say. And I want to try that with eating at least, starting today, because clearly I was malnourished and dehydrated. So I need to be kinder to myself. You know, I am sure that I'm not the only person here who has battled food-related issues. So I invite you all to join me in an experiment. The next time that we are hungry, let's take a few seconds to give the following exercise a try. Take a few deep belly breaths, If it's comfortable, put your hand on your belly, close your eyes, and breathe deeply until your belly moves your hand out. Then breathe into your belly itself right after that feeling of hunger. Try to sense the details of that feeling. What are the sensations of hunger that you're feeling? Is it gnawing? Is it empty? Is it painful? Where exactly... Do you feel these sensations of hunger in your body? When you gently consider this sensation of hunger, 
Do any other emotions arise? If you're physically hungry, you may simply think, I am lightheaded and I need a snack. But if the emotion is, I'm, you know, whatever it is, like bored, angry, sad, scared, anxious, then take a moment to sit with that emotion, lean into it and feel it more fully in your body. What sensations does that emotion create in your body? How is that different from hunger itself? Will eating something release this emotion or simply mask it? What about drinking something? Because sometimes we like to mask certain things with alcohol. And I'm not against alcohol. I think alcohol can be good. But anything in excess is bad. And if something becomes a dependency, then it's really bad. Will eating something release this emotion? Will drinking something release this emotion? Will it mask it? What will happen if you simply sit with that emotion for a little bit? Because you shouldn't be in a hurry to fix anything. You just have to be aware. You may or may not decide to still eat after you realize whether you're experiencing physical or emotional hunger. Give yourself permission to eat if that is what you consciously chose. Create some mental space where you just notice what is going on. Be curious about what is happening for your for you around food too. Like consciously choose to eat regardless of your reason not just on autopilot you know it's not just because it's noon and you have to eat lunch that you should eat it are you hungry for lunch you know buddha once said that our body's precious it's our vehicle for awakening and we have to treat it with care i mean it's clear to me that the body's precious after all it houses the soul it deserves love and attention and care there's nothing wrong with making it look beautiful, but the soul has to be able to live there. So it won't always look perfect, just like our house doesn't always look perfect. And it's so so confusing. And there's so much conflicting information out there in the world of health and nutrition that it's hard to know what is true for you and for your body out of all that information because we spend so much time trying various diets and looking for the right way to eat and we often never find our own sense of balance plus our society puts so much pressure on us to look a certain way and achieve an impossibly thin ideal that we have confused the pursuit of health with the pursuit of weight loss instead of focusing on how we feel we are so wrapped up in how we look But by developing our own body wisdom, we can relearn how to listen to the signals and information that it sends us about how, when, and what to eat. Not only that, but we'll start to appreciate all that our bodies do for us since we are in these vessels in which we get to show up every day in life. By turning out the external influences, we can deeply connect to the woven wisdom, you know, the woven in wisdom that has been there all along and, and finally have a healthy relationship with food and with our bodies. But the same is also true about fatigue. Our body knows when we need to stop and the message is very clear. When it's not pleasant, stop. 
If it's hurting, stop. If you're tired, rest. But we keep going a lot. Just one more. I, I'm a champion of this. Just one more file preparation. Just one more phone call for the day. Just one more email I'll respond to. No. No, because then you start to malfunction. It's counterproductive. And our mind also plays a role, you know? Because when we have a certain thought, you know, then we also release particular chemicals which cause, you know, our cells to react a certain way and our bodies to feel a certain way. Everybody has heard about endorphins, right? Which can be pumped into our body when we're feeling very happy, excited, or in love. Yet, why is it that our society often ignores how we're also creating our ailments with our thoughts? I'm sure you've seen the advertisements for pills that help you get rid of the belly fat caused by cortisol, which can be caused by stress. How do you feel physically when your emotions and thoughts are negative? You think, you know, you, you may think that it's the other way around. You may be saying, but I feel depressed because my body hurts all the time. Well, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but you're per perpetuating the cycle like a dog chasing after its tail on a, or an ever-ending stream of dominoes. Because you have to begin to change your feelings and your thoughts about what you can and cannot do and you will be able to overcome the pain and let go of it controlling your life um you know a lot of times your body hurts all the time because it's telling you that your thoughts your stress you know that's dominating your life and, and there's actual physical manifestation of how much you've injured your soul. So you have to begin to make changes, you know. You have to remember that the way you talk to your body and to yourself matters. Using positive words, you know, my body's in perfect balance. My body and mind are capable of accomplishing great things. I receive what I give out and I always give out love, you know. Doing meditations like that, that's going to really help you. You know, you'll start to see that you're less tense and that, you know, your shoulders are more relaxed. I have a problem. I can't, you can't, I can't even lower my shoulders anymore. My shoulders are permanently like going up to my ear. And people keep telling me, relax your shoulders. And I am. I don't know how not, you know, it's just the worst. You have to assess each moment in your day, how you feel and also your perception, um, you know, of, of what's around you and how you feel inside and other people and the energy that's around you in order to take back control of your life and be kind to your body and listen to it. So I'm here to embark on this journey with you and to be the first one to congratulate you if you embark on this journey of a better you know, better balance, better care, loving your body, listening to your body, and be the first person to congratulate you for making a positive difference in your own life, because only you can do it. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. 
I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach at HighVibeAdvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at High Vibe Advocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.